Blossom. Does anybody remember any? Kimmy. Kimmy. Right? Kimmy, friend of... No, no, that was that was the friend of Full House. Kimmy. Six. Six and Kimmy, same character, different show. Different actresses, but same like, high strung best friend weirdo. That's what I'm dressed as. Also like late... Uh, late Soleil Moon Fry uh, pre boobs, like very uh, punky Brewster without the boobs. Soleil Moon Fry is a child, a child. Soleil Moon Fry is an adult. What an adult! Like, did she get did she get her career in porn? Like, her boobs deserved they were real. Is that terrible? I realized I'm steeped in misogyny because I grew up in the '90s, just like all the other people that are steeped in misogyny that are now I don't know on the Supreme Court. Isn't that funny? Like, I it's true. Like, I I felt the same way. Like, you're not cute unless you get a boob job, right? I mean, it is 1991. <laughs> I mean, right? Did you not? I mean. It's so funny, I'm in my early 40s. No one wants to listen to me, though, because I don't buy anything or have any money. So it's like, <laughs> I'm, they're like, why send her to Bangladesh? Make her work for $110 a month, <laughs> right? Like, what do they do to the, those people aren't people. Cool. I, I just feel like all of my uh, feminist jokes that I wrote years ago that I thought like, oh, huh, this is so funny. I'm like, oh, God, this is so real. <laughs> um, I, I did just, I mean, my periods have been lasting longer than normal, and I think it's in solidarity for, like, <laughs> the, the su- entire Supreme Court still being inside my uterus. Now, like, I'm just bleeding for longer. I thought I aborted the ghost of Scalia, but, like, it just keeps leaking out. I'm like, how many? What do I do? I'm worried about being so poor. I'm like, are we going to make jokes about, like, taking tampons and soaking them in water and, like, taking the protein out of them? I mean, there's, like, blood. That's, like, that's like calories, right? Is that too... It's too early. I can't yet talk about, like, if you eat your own foot, will you die or will you live? Like, if you're starving, if you're starving and you eat your own ass cheek... I mean, and let's say like it's cold enough that you're not going to get any gangrene or shit like that. Will you live by eating your own ass or will you die because there's, is there enough calories eating yourself to sustain your body? I, I think See, that's what I'm saying. Yes, amount of care taken to the wound. So it's got to be like frozen, but you have to have a fire. So like you stick your ass in ice so that it doesn't, so it, does, it doesn't like, and then in fire, I don't, you got to cauterize it. You got to cut off your ass and then cauterize it and then stick it in the, in the snow. This doesn't sound like a singular activity. It sounds like there's a group of people eating your ass. This sounds like there's four people and there's like whose ass are we gonna eat to survive this sounds like a party with Beyonce (laughs) whose ass are we gonna eat to survive there's a I mean I'm talking about it in like the Bear Grylls kind of way (laughs) Bear Grylls his own ass but um cool excited about the apocalypse no I really am I hope that the electricity goes out forever so that San Francisco goes into chaos and finally my skills have meaning. <laughs> so good. Once none of these millennial snowflakes have their, have their like computer box, the computer that we all, this is so crazy to me because in 1997 I got my first phone 
And I was like, it's my phone. And they still have the same number. And I love it. But now you give 12-year-olds a computer in their pocket. Let's just give the 12-year-olds a computer. Give 12-year-old boys all the porn. But also, like, you make it so that all they do is like, oh, well, I can't. I don't know how to boil an egg, so I'll just order one from Uber Eats. Well, I can't get them out of the bus. Well, the bus costs two seventy-five, dollars I can just Uber pools for $4. <laughs> like, they just do it in the money. Where's the money come from? I don't know. But the uh, the children, when the electricity goes out, and then their thing that they'd already pre-powered to like make it power is gone, they're just gonna be crying on the street in heaps. Like I think we're just gonna be able to eat them like cattle, like veal. We'll just like pick up another like child off the street and be like, because they'll be screaming. They'll be like, I don't, I don't even, I don't even. They'll just be like, we'll put them out of their misery by eating them. He asked first. That'll be the greatest thing is that there'll be a whole group of kids that'll grow up and they won't have asses because they'll have survived. <laughs> they'll have survived the big power outage. It'll be like a 21-day power outage at the end, but maybe like 1,200 children will lose their ass cheeks because <laughs> they were just laying there writhing on the ground. Oh, I can't! You're like, well, we might as well put them out of their misery. Eat those... Cheeto asses. This is this is a sick way to start this podcast. <laughs> Twenty-one days we run out of food. I'm telling you, three days they run out of electricity. The junior hires are the first that are dead. They'll just pass out. They'll be like, I don't know how to. They won't even know how to eat. They'll be like, I can't, and they'll just die on this. They'll just lay there listless, and then that's when we take their asses. <laughs> It sounds so sinister now. I was hoping I was burning time for the throngs of people. Should we go out, should we should we stand out in the street and say, People People Hey people across the street. You should come in for a comedy show. You should come in over there. You're over there. You should come in, there's a comedy show. They're ignoring me, they're pretending I'm not doing a thing. They didn't I don't speak the Spanish. I have one, I have one joke. I have one joke in Spanish. It's, uh, see if I can remember it. Que pasa en tus pantalones? Una fiesta en mis pantalones. Et todos vienen. Okay, so like, the, I mean, when you have to explain a joke, it's dumb, but vienen is like the, the, like the traditional to come, like you're coming to a party, like to come, but I'm talking about like coming in very my pants. So it's like a, it's a, it's a double entendre in Espanol, so it's like me being cheeky. It's, me, it's, me, it's like I know very little in other languages, but I'm gonna use it for jokes in front of our, well, I guess technically we have, we have three non-comics here tonight. So we've got our board operator. Yes, clap for them. Clap wildly for Scotto. And the tip in the scales. Tipper, Tipper Gore. Remember that? Remember that, Jim? Uh, so really, it's so loose. You guys can go as short or as long as you want. It doesn't matter. Uh, whatever. I won't even like look at my clock until 10. So, I mean, 10 minutes. So, and if you're, and if you're just like, there's three. If these three people aren't laughing, then you'll know what I mean. But we, I mean, comics are real people too, I guess. 
<laughs> yeah. I, uh, what is worth anymore? Like, it's just too, it turns into a TED Talk. Uh, but we've got comedians and stuff, and I'm going to get the timer out. Uh, your first comedian tonight, he runs Comedy Oakland and does this thing where people hold their egos, their fragile eagles and egos in their hand on Saturday night, and then their feelings get hurt sometimes, but then they get money, so it's not so bad, and then people win, and it's great, and everyone, some people feel good. Yay, everybody, Iris Summer! Yay! <laughs> Oh, that's nice. My introduction. He crushes people's hopes and dreams. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I, uh, that's nice. It's always nice to hear what people think about me because I don't hear that much in California. I grew up in New Jersey and people just let me know just on the streets what they think of me. I was used to that. That's just normal. It's, oh my God, look, that's Dr. Evil's accountant. Uh, <laughs> and I get that. Oh yeah. No, I'm not. It, we're not requisitioning those lasers unless you return. Bring in the receipts for the plutonium. I told you. Who's got the receipts? Who's got the re Nothing without receipts. Okay. Uh, now, I've been out here in California for a while. I actually, I did something to try and find out what people think of me. I went on an audition uh, for a movie and found out I have a distinctive look. I have a look that people immediately dislike. Uh, <laughs> I got, I, got, I got two parts. I got cast as an internal affairs officer and chairman of an evil corporation. Uh, basically, no, they look at you, we hate you. Uh, you look like somebody who's repossessed, repossessed their dog. That's what it is. Nobody likes you. And, uh, and it's nice to know. It is nice to know. That explains my dating history. So, yeah, it's because, uh, I mean, I look, I know. I know this look is not an impulse buy. It's not. So you just, you deal with what you can. Um, so anyway, now I've been, uh, uh, so when I'm not doing comedy, I have been, uh, for the last few years, I've been working tech. Uh, my, I'm the company grown up. Um, everybody I work with is actually younger than my kids, and it's fun. They ask fun questions. <laughs> Uh, beginning, beginning of the summer, one of them asked me, uh, when's the 4th of July? Uh, oh, that's one child that was left behind. Uh, but I, I, it's nice. I get, to, I get to ask some questions about the news and see what the next generation thinks. Uh, Monday, Monday, Sears declared bankruptcy. Uh, I got two basic, two, two responses from the kids I work with. One is, I thought Sears went bankrupt 10 years ago. Uh, and the other response was, who's Sears? Uh, this is, uh, explains a lot. Yeah, I was excited. I, uh, I didn't think I would actually outlive the lifetime warranty on my Craftsman tools. So, all right, I have lived forever. In the end, there shall be only one. Okay, uh, what else is that? Oh, yeah, Google, Google. Uh, decided to close down Google Plus because they had a security breach that released the data from all 10 of its users. Uh, so, uh, yeah, their experts noticed uh, suspicious activity because uh, somebody actually logged in one day. So, it's, uh, life is rough. Uh, LA County Board of Supervisors uh, passed a, an ordinance uh, restricting uh, the use of straws. Um, the most important thing going on in LA today. Uh, 
gotta watch out for those straws. Yeah. The thing is, it doesn't actually ban straws. It basically says the restaurants are not supposed to give you straws unless you ask for them. Uh, the straw industry people said they're going to fight this all the way to the Supreme Court. They're actually pretty confident. Current Supreme Court will not approve anything that requires consent. So. Oh. All right. Let's pick on the current government. All right. Uh, actually, UN Ambassador Nikki Haley um, basically berated China because they were uh, locking up and oppressing uh, their religious minorities. Um, U.S. government feels very strongly that you should not be creating cheap knockoffs of things that are classic American products. So that's our thing. Uh, so uh, what else has been going on in the world? I, uh, you know, I um, actually, I mentioned before, I've got, I've got two kids. Uh, I mentioned I have kids that are older than people I work with. So I've got two kids. Uh, and none of you look old enough to actually have children, so you wouldn't understand. If, if you've got, you got more than one kid, all the parents I talk to have more than one kid tell you that you love them all the same. And every single one of those parents is lying. Um, it's not true. You don't love your kids the same. You can't love your kids the same. Uh, one of them is clearly your favorite. Uh, I know, I've got two kids. Uh, they're both amazing, both fantastic. But my older one's vegan and not worth loving. So <laughs> it's... I, I mean, I don't know if they actually feel anything. It's, uh, so he won't know. Um, and uh, the, uh, no, because, and the thing is, I mean, I understand. My mom, my mom, as soon as, as, soon as my, my son, my son announced he was vegan. He declared he was vegan. Um, and, and I had to let my mother know. My mom suddenly yelling at me. She's pissed. She's angry. Going, what did you do to this boy? Why would he do something like this? Why couldn't he just be gay like the rest of his friends? Uh, but no, and my mom suddenly pissed at me because my son believes all life is sacred. And that's a weird thing to get angry at me for because uh, that's not the way I raised my child. No, I grew up in New Jersey where no life is sacred. That is not something I believe in. So he got that from his mother. Um, we uh, actually, when my kids when my kids were in their teens, uh, my uh, my ex wife and I uh, did the whole twenty three and Me DNA testing thing. Uh, you know, it was part of it was was her family was pushing it, trying to trying to get connections uh, throughout the whole thing. For me, it was about trying to figure out uh, when my ex wife goes, "Do you know what your child did tonight?" Uh, which has never made the honor roll. Uh, it's, it's always something like he ate an entire bag, three pound bag of candy and stuffed it all in his mouth at once. And I'm thinking that's my boy. Uh, but yeah, no, I wanted to be able to say, now look at the DNA. This is, this is your child. This is your child did this. This is from your side of the family. Uh, we get that a lot. Uh, I know certain traits from my kids are her side of the family. My younger son is, uh, is a mechanical engineer. He builds stuff. Uh, absolutely amazing. Um, and that doesn't come from my side. Uh, my side is Jewish. And uh, now the last time a Jew was even a little bit handy with carpentry tools, uh, they treated it like the coming of the Messiah. Uh, and then they crucified him. So we're never touching tools again. Not my thing. Um, yeah, kids are great. The, uh, my younger son, my younger son is, uh, I, I know he's mine. He's got this weird warped sense of humor. 
Uh, he, uh, for the last four years, every communication with my child uh, has been in the form of emojis. Um, he has not actually, he has not called, he has not texted, uh, he has sent me emojis for everything. Uh, three months ago, four months ago, he announced that he was engaged by emoji. By emoji. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I was excited. I, uh, I actually, I immediately called my mom because um, it was her first grandchild who was getting engaged. Uh, my mom is, uh, is 82 now. Um, the age when all Jews have to move to either Florida or Arizona. Um, she didn't want to. It's God's will. So she, uh, she actually picked out one of those senior communities outside Phoenix uh, where they spend all day trading racist stories and conspiracy theories. And she's excited. She found her people. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a little ashamed to say I have not gone to visit her in the last two years since she moved down to Arizona. Uh, I'm a little uncomfortable with the whole thing. Uh, trips to the desert have historically not gone well for my people. But, but I, I love my mom. I call her all the time. I want to find out what's going on. I want to find out the latest thing that the mainstream media doesn't want you to know. Um, it's different all the time. A couple weekends ago, I called. Uh, she let me know. She heard the reason that I'm now doing comedy uh, is because, because I was vaccinated as a child. Now, one of her friends told her, vaccines make people artistic. So... But not a word from that on CNN. No, fake news won't won't talk about this, not at all. Uh, so yeah, no, I let my mom know my uh, my son was engaged. She was excited. She was happy. And then I looked at the phone again, and I realized that my son has a different app for sending emojis than I do. So sometimes the emojis he sends are not the emojis I receive. Um, and at that point, I really hoped. Oh my God, I really hope he is engaged because I just told my mom and uh, she's already starting to make food for the wedding. They're getting married one way or the other. Um, I, although I called him, I found out, yes, they're really engaged, they're happy. Um, and uh, he actually, he did have, he had one request to me while we're talking about it. He did ask me not, uh, not to put it on social media, not to put it on Facebook. It's, you know, he didn't want it to be spread around that way. Uh, and I've, I've been careful to honor his request. Uh, I've not put it on Facebook. Instead, I, uh, I announce it at every show. Uh, <laughs> Mutiny Radio, Eric Summer is now engaged. <laughs> this doesn't count as social media, does it? Not at all. Not at all. The, uh, so, yeah, so much fun with the kids. It's, uh, it's actually, it's great. I, I've been, uh, you know, big summer all around. I uh, actually, I, I personally, I, uh, I set a new high score on the scale at home uh, <laughs> this year. Uh, it was, I didn't actually realize those numbers came on my scale. So uh, I've been trying to, trying to do something about it, trying to get in better shape. Um, it's, uh, it's actually, it's tough. I'm, uh, I'm 56 and so the things I used to do to get in shape don't work anymore. Uh, they don't, I, I don't, you, you can't, you can't lose 50 pounds when you're 56 just by eating chocolate. It's, uh, who knew? Um, and, and yeah, and I can't even, I can't even do the intense exercise I used to do when I was younger. I used to run marathons. Um, now, now I get hurt doing nothing. <laughs> I mean, literally, literally, I threw out my back two months ago, reaching for a pen. Young people laugh now. You will be in pain someday. I pulled a hamstring sleeping. Sleeping. 
And my doctor said, don't do that anymore. <laughs> so the, yeah, the other thing, you gotta find other things to do, other ways to get in shape, other ways to work out. I, uh, I, joined, I joined a sort of an alternative gym, a no judgment gym, uh, Planet Fitness. Uh, I don't know if any of you have seen a Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness calls themselves a no judgment gym. It's another type of, type of gym. It's not like the normal gym. The normal gym, you got people who really try to work out. You got people like Brad, Kyle, <laughs> get ripped. They're doing their reps. Getting cut, going keto, cutting out their carbs. I get that. I understand. If I cut all the carbs out of my diet, I'd be pissed all the time too. But Planet Fitness is Planet Fitness is different. Planet Fitness is a no judgment gym. So I went there. I saw I saw the ads. I wanted to see wanted to see it for myself. I went there. I walked past the trainers who were outside smoking. Went around inside, and I saw I saw a man on the exercise bike wearing a helmet. And I'm thinking, oh yeah, I can do this. I can fit in with these people. There's no pressure here. It's a no judgment gym. It's great. If you want to feel better about yourself, if you want to just look better, walk into a Planet Fitness. <laughs> no, really, at Planet Fitness, I'm a nine. Oh, God, yeah, you feel better right away. If your goal, if your goal is to work out, if your goal is to go to the gym more often, not work out, just go to the gym. <laughs> Planet Fitness is the place for you. No, really, they got candy at the front desk. Candy. Yeah. Come on in. Welcome to Planet Fitness. Have some candy. Yeah, you can go home now. Monday nights, they serve pizza. At the gym. Yeah, come on in. Welcome to Planet Fitness. Have a slice. Wow, that's two days in a row for you. You can go home now. Yeah, they got the Food Network up on the TV screens. Come on in, welcome to Planet Fitness. Let's see how you got out of shape. That's a no judgment gym. It's a no judgment gym. You be you, feel free, do what you want. Some people love it, they get into it. I see them working out in their socks and Crocs. This is exciting. Ah, oh, this is great, they let you out. Ah, oh, but other people, other people can't help themselves. It's not something they do. They just, they. They try it, they judge it, they judge you all the time. I see them. I see them looking at me with a look that says, why is Vin Diesel's father sweating all over the ellipticals? And that's not nice. That's not nice. I'm just trying to be a better me. I'm trying to work out, trying to look better. I know, I know. I used to belong to those fancy gyms. I know the secret to looking beautiful uh, is genetics. Um, I tried getting better looking parents. Too late for me now. Uh, but the next best thing, the next best thing is you gotta be healthy. And the secret to being healthy is to get your heart rate up. Get your heart rate up, keep your heart rate up. If you can keep it up for a while, it's gonna be great. My secret, keeping my heart rate up while I'm on the ellipticals, I watch the news. Oh, we are in a beautiful time for having a heart attack on the ellipticals. It is great. Every day, every day something new. Yeah, our president's going through national security advisors like their Defense for the Dark Arts instructors. It's a beautiful time. It's great. No, last week, last week, I'm watching the news. I see an elementary school in upstate New York banned balls because kids were getting hurt at recess. And I'm thinking, this is crazy. It's not the way I grew up when I was a kid. Getting hurt by the jocks at recess is how you find out if you're supposed to become an artist or an engineer. <laughs> No, how many times do you think Mark Zuckerberg got hit in the face with a football before he decided, 
oh, I better learn how to program. <laughs> I think I need to create Facebook and release all these people's in- information. All right, anyway, that's my time. Thank you so much, Unity Radio. Ira Zummer, everyone, hooray! Making us think about Facebook. Don't think about Facebook. It'll just make you feel badly about yourself. That's its, that's its entire goal. Like Mark Zuckerberg, that's what he did. He felt bullied his whole life, and he's like, I just want to make everybody feel terrible all the time. I'll create Facebook so everyone's life is better than yours. <laughs> like you're your own demon, right? It's your own perspective on everybody else's idealized reality. I'll never be good enough! I still don't shave my armpits. I, you know, I don't even try to be good enough anymore, you know? Like, there used to be a feminine idea, like, wear makeup, shave your legs, shave. I have so much pubic hair, it's like a hair skirt. It's like, I'm just not even embarrassed to be naked, because it's like, cool. Uh, we didn't really like discuss a list or whatever. You, we could do it like, since I'm dressed like a kindergarten teacher, we could like, whoops, this thing fell off. We could like, that's a, that's a sexy kindergarten teacher. Did I, I'm wearing, I'm actually wearing a leotard too, like from the 90s. Cause it's underwear and a bra in one. When did we let this go? Like why did we? Sometimes technology gets left behind and you're like, why? Why did they decide to? Do you guys want to like, do you want to Rosham or raise hands? I'm looking at comics. You're all like, not me, not me. Josh, are you? Do you want to? You're out of, it's a DK lawyer. Oh my God. You're a nice comedian. He's a destroyer. You guys are going to love him. It's TK Moyer. Yay. How you guys doing? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, make some noise for yourselves. How's your Friday going? Pretty good? Yeah? Awesome? I got a question. You guys shop at Amazon at all? Yeah. Do you guys know you can get that black Amazon prom tape at? It's a real question. No? I'll re- I ask because my girlfriend is on. She's camping for the weekend with her family in Napa, and she got some packages that came in today. And so me being a good boyfriend, I opened one up just like, she wouldn't mind. I'm going to let her know what she got. And I think I opened my anniversary gift, and I need <laughs> that black tape before she gets back on Sunday. So no one knows no any any ideas on how to fix a fucked up box you know how you like you open the box like you don't double through like i can just open this because i really fucked that box up any ideas about how to rewrap this box so it looks like i didn't open it that's a felony i can't just be taking other i'm not trying to also go to prison because i messed up my anniversary gift do, do i just say an amazon opened it Dude, you get 10 cool points. Please make some noise for him. I think they did use same, the same Amazon prom tape. No, 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 no. Oh, if, if UPS messes up. Use like red tape or something and say, oh, the box is probably damaged or something like that. And they have 
thank you because i was boy i was panicking up a storm son oh my god our anniversary is halloween right and i you know how you listen like your girlfriend will tell you things like what they what she wants for the whole month but you really don't listen until it's like too late <laughs> because I didn't realize we were getting each other gifts until I found my gift. Like, I was like, oh, this is definitely what I've been asking for all month. I asked for, like, stuff that I didn't really want because I was like, I would love to have a red and black plaid shirt, you know, like a lumberjack, like the dude on the bounty paper. Because it looked, because she has one. She looks pretty cool in it. And I was like, I would love one of those. I was just bullshitting. But now it's an extra large in this open Amazon box. And I don't want to say, like, I don't want this shit. I was just bullshitting. Like, anyway, um, she asked for, like, one of the, what's the, it's like a big teacup. It's like, a, like, it was like a bowl with a handle on it. It's a soup bowl. That's that. I'm going to get her a Harry Potter one. She likes Harry Potter a lot. You guys watch Harry Potter? I didn't either, but when you have a girlfriend who loves Harry Potter, you now love Harry Potter. That's what you need to know about relationships. Whatever they like, you now like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love Batman and Black Panther. So now she loves, I make her watch every fucking Avengers movie. And then she passes out, like, 10 push-ups. Like, that's we. this is serious business. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, she tried to Netflix and chill me when we first started dating, but I, I don't Netflix and chill. Like, if we're watching a movie, we're watching a fucking movie. Please get your hands out of my pants. I know Thanos is coming up and you need to pay attention because I'm not going to tell you what those stones mean again, Natalie. Fuck that. I'm not doing that. Oh, man, she's awesome. I knew I, was, I had something for her, man. She's very sarcastic. Like, my girlfriend is Vietnamese, Vietnamese and Jewish. So, like, naturally she looks Hispanic. So, like, for so, like when I got kind of mad that she wasn't Hispanic, I felt like I was being racist. Because uh, she was, I was like, yeah, my girlfriend, she's Spanish. She's like, no, baby, I'm Vietnamese. I was like, but you speak Spanish. What are you talking about? She's like, I speak three other languages, too. And I was like, this motherfucker is a liar. Like, my whole life is a lie now. But she's awesome, dog. I, I know that uh, I had something for her. We were, um, we were prank calling one night. We were smoking some good weed. And uh, we had watched all the movies on Netflix. And we were prank calling this local Chinese shop. And she gave him a fake name. The fake name was uh, PK Call or something like that. The fakest of the fake. It was hilarious. And the thing that messed me up was the way she described it. You know you're on the phone with customer service. You got to spell your name out. You got to kind of like give them words that the letters are. So uh, she's like, yeah, my name is PK Call. So that's P as in pneumatic. Uh, <laughs> K as in knife. K as in knock. A as in aisle. And H as in air. Like heir to the throne. It was great. It was amazing. I, at that moment, I was like, nah, that's why I found the one. Like, that's, I've never found sar uh, sarcasm at all. I'm not even that good at sarcasm. I'm, I, I've been practicing really hard at it. I've been trying to put it like to innocent individuals. Let's say that I have an open mic, man. So let's say you can't open mic and we were being cool. I would like trying to sneak my sarcasm on you. But I, you can always tell that I'm being sarcastic. Like, you would say something like, oh, uh, I don't know. What would you say? If this if this is my open mic room and it's your first time visiting, what's something nice you would say? Well, um, is your set coming up? It's my set coming up. I'm not that good yet. I can't. I don't have. I'm trying though. I've been reading a lot of sarcasm books, but hey, I'm gonna see you again another show. I'm gonna ask you. We gonna keep this long distance pen pal thing going on. Anyway, um, yeah, man, it's pretty cool. Uh.
Halloween is coming. That's our anniversary. It's pretty cool. I love Halloween. Uh, last year, I, I think I'm getting old now because last year me and her went out dressed up. I was Mike Tyson and she was a tiger, you know, from the hangover. It was really shit. A onesie. It was cute. So I just shaved my head and shaved my beard and got the face tattoo. And then I had some gloves and a robe. And f- no one could figure out who the fuck I was. Like, <laughs> I was really upset. Like, they kept naming different boxes and shit, and I thought they would be a sarcastic. Like, are you Buster Douglas? And I'm like, no, bitch, I'm Mike. Come on, I'm Mike Tyson. I, uh, it's a little quiz. And they were like, mm. and like, no, no, I don't see it. I don't see it. Well, they knew exactly who she was. They're like, oh, you're Tigger. And I'm like, you, anyway, should have dressed up as Airbud. If you dress up as a dog in San Francisco for Halloween, you might get laid. Like, I've, I've realized that. I've seen I've seen dogs in San Francisco that wear Kevin Durant jerseys, and it makes me feel like shit. <laughs> I've seen more baby I see more dogs and baby strollers than dogs in the city. Have you do you, they, they don't trip you out? I see it too. I I try my best not to be racist because like I just it's always the white like I love white women. I love white I love white people. It's nothing. I feel like we're in this together no matter how it ends. You know, forget how it started. This is today, okay? We need each other now more than ever. That's how I feel about it. However, if I see another motherfucking white person with a dog and a stroller and a kid on a leash, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> I will lose my fucking mind. I have seen so many kids with a fucking skydiving harness on walking the streets. <laughs> And then there's a nice little chihuahua in this big three baby stroller. You know what I'm saying? The, the chihuahua got a diaper on and a pacifier and a Kevin Durant jersey, Jordan zone, with a fitted hat and a beeper and a new X with a new iPhone and shit. It pisses me off. And the baby's out there with no shirt on, just fucking looks like it's a fucking X Men character just walking around. <laughs> I hate that shit, son. I try my best not to laugh because that's fucked up. Like, I don't want to be that kind of person. I'm. I'm uh, I'm trying to be a good man, you know. My mom always told me you got to be good. You can't be laughing these white people faces like that. That's not how nice people get down. Forgive me, I smoked a lot of weed today, so I'm rambling as such. <laughs> I've been doing uh, sober for October, and dude, I know, it's funny. You know what I realized since I've been sober? A lot of drunk people hang out at bars. Yeah. <laughs> I never fucking knew that shit. Like, when you go to a bar, go stay at a bar from 8 o'clock to, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, you see a lot of drunk people in there. And, like, you look like the weird, like, you're the one that's drunk because you're not like them, in a sense. You've, I've, I've been giving off a lot of standoffish vibes. Like, my favorite place to hang out is, like, pubs late at night because I used to drink a lot. But now that I don't drink, I just go down and play pool. I've been winning a lot. You win a lot when you're sober. <laughs> so I've been kicking ass. Like, my game has went sky high. However, you, I can't really talk to people who get too drunk and I'm sober because I be wanting to save them. But I just also want to laugh. Is that fucked up? i seen this one dude. He forgot to hit the ball three times. Like, while he was playing pool, he was like, hey. And my stripes solids. And I was like... <laughs> It's, you got we. I got one ball left, bro. <laughs> like you are the rest of the balls from the table. You are solid. You're like gotcha. <laughs> okay. So uh, I am stripes. It was yeah. You had to be there, I guess. <laughs> you had to be there. It's, it's amazing. 
Oh, man. Halloween is pretty dope, though. I remember. I have uh, a lot of siblings. I have nine sisters. Uh, anybody else in here? A lot of siblings? Yeah. You're up there. It's fun, right? It's love. There's nothing like family fighting. Anyway, I'll get to that later. Um, I got nine. Before, it was nine of us, though. It was three of us, right? It was my oldest sister, my uh, Keisha, and then my second oldest, Kim, and then me. And, like, I don't know about you guys, but Halloween used to be, like, a depressing holiday for us. Because, like, you don't want to go trick-or-treating as a broke person. You feel me? Like, what's the brokest costume you can think of? Like, a pillowcase? Something like that, right? We used to dress up as each other to make it fun. You feel me? Like, my mom would be like, Keisha, you're going to be Kim. And Kim, you're going to be Keisha. And I'd be like, ooh, ooh, what about me? And she'd be like, that's a good question. You're going to be Kim, too, baby. And I... <laughs> and that's when I fell in love with acting. All right? Because from Halloween I had I had to go. I am no longer Terrence. That was some Cinderella shit until midnight. I am no longer Terrence. I am Kim. You feel me? And I took that shit to the bank. Uh, they gave me fishnet stockings. I had little kitten heels that they had borrowed from somebody else. Uh, two baby pillows on my back. Uh, 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 a grown white uh, tank top that was tied into the biggest knot to the side. Uh, we, I like the gremlin, uh, the female gremlin from Gremlins 2. Remember that at all? But I was getting it. Like, I was going everywhere. I was fucking twerking and shit. And my mom would, like, a black mother in the hood gets really angry. Like, when they shout, they don't move their lips or their teeth. They just, like, it just goes, the words go through their teeth. Because she was like, Terrence, I want to get your ass back on Terrence! Terrence! And I would just wouldn't turn around. She was like, Kim! And I was like, and it was great. It's crazy, son. It's crazy times. Crazy times, man. It was great. It's, it, this, uh, the funny thing is, my, my mom told me this cool story about Kim and Keisha. Um, they took civ uh, sibling rivalry to a new level. Uh, Keisha's the oldest. Um, she was enjoying being the only kid for about five years there. And, you know, just like right in the cusp of like, okay, this is, I can do this for, this is a good career to have. You feel me? Uh, but then Kim came into the world, and Keisha got jealous immediately, from what I was told. Uh, when Kim was born, Kim was a little freak when she was born. I, I love my sister, but she was a little sight to see. She had two extra fingers and two extra toes. And she had hair from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. So Keisha thought, like, I don't know what you guys celebrating for. This is clearly a demon. And, <laughs> and she was like, you guys have been, Satan has tricked you all. Like, she took this responsibility very serious. She didn't understand why people were so happy. She was like, no person is supposed to have an extra finger on each hand like that is a half alien we don't know what happened so uh, she got annoyed with the attention Kim was getting so I think the my mom said the third week Kim was home from the hospital uh, one night she was uh, falling asleep and then uh, Keisha came into the room she didn't think nothing of it and then she heard Keisha left leave the room and the door closed uh, come to find out Keisha had taken Kim and put Kim in a big uh, fucking what's some big thing the big pot you put in the stove with the lid on top it's a pot is this a pot yeah she she put her in that <laughs> she put her in that and put the lid on top and put it in the stove and it went right before she was about to cut the stove on my mama caught her beat her ass of course and she was like what is wrong with you she was like Ma, that is a fucking demon. This is a five-year-old's words. <laughs> She's like, what do you think I'm supposed to do? It was, I thought it was funny when I heard it. 
uh, one of my favorite thing Kim has told me uh, last thing I want to say is she told me how everything I do she told me how to be funny how to talk to people how to, to be me how to have swagger and I appreciate that my favorite thing she taught me was how to uh, how to embarrass somebody on the spot uh, when we was I say teenagers she was 14 no she was 14 I was like 10 I believe we were at the beach and this dude tried to holler at her he was being very disrespectful and I, I took offense to it I was like yo watch your fucking mouth that's my sister and the dude was like fuck you and Kim was like listen watch this I'm gonna go embarrass him right quick I'm gonna show you how it's done I'm like alright Kim go to him so she walks to him and cause he was cat calling and shit he was like hey girl hey shawty hey girl come here she walks up she was like hey you talking to me he was like you damn right girl what's up she's like oh oh you want this she was like, hell yeah, I want all of that. She was like, okay, cool. <laughs> pull your dick out, let me see it. No, I said, pull your dick out, let me see it. I'm so hype in the back. I'm like, pull your dick out, motherfucker. <laughs> pull it out, bitch. And at that same time, my mom came around the corner. <laughs> she was like, I knew you were supposed to be a girl. It was hella. You guys have a good night. My name is TK Moyer. Take it, take it, take one of the beautiful fudges. I have the fudges uh, for the people in the audience too, uh, um, because you guys all came and and it, it but it, it has weed in it. It's free. I'm just gonna give it to you if it's cool. But you should know, it will get you high. None of you, I mean, even if you are cops, you're probably not on duty, so you'd take it anyway, right? It's like cool. So I'll just um, I'll pass them around. But they're very delicious. It's really good fudge. I'm really proud of this particular batch. So um, we'll just pa pass those around. Uh, while we figure out how who's going to be our next comedian, chomping at the bit, we got. I know Marty's got his gold chain of flexing. I know you're bummed I didn't bring my kitten today. I really enjoyed your 2,000 fleas under the sea thing. I thought that that was really, 20,000 fleas, leagues, fleas, very similar. I enjoyed that very much. He is a cat dad himself. He loves cats. I, I mean, I just got a kitten, so I'm completely all about just making every, every picture I take. I'm like, I'll turn it into a flyer. <laughs> like, my kid's fucking cute, ain't he? He's a cute little cat. I love him. He's very, very fluffy. Uh, Sir Dan, Shakiri, your next comedian, though. Uh, great. He's another great cat dad. He understands how, how it works. Put your hands together for Marty Cunney. Yay! <laughs> Cat Daddy. I, I was going with that for a while because, like, as a guy, when you tell people that you love cats, like, there's not really a name for it because what do you call a girl who likes cats, right? Crazy Cat Lady, right? Uh, you got one? Anyone else here got cats? You got none? No? You all have relationships or whatever? Fuck you. <laughs> Some bullshit. I don't need this from you guys. All right, I don't need this judgment right away. Christ. No, it, but it's like, you know, they call a girl a crazy cat lady. There's not really a name for guys, right? So I tried cat dad for a while, cat dude. Cat, I tried cat man. That didn't really stick because I was like, that sounds like the saddest superhero ever. <laughs> it's like cat man with the power to gain 25 pounds and cry in the shower. <laughs> cat man, faster than speeding loneliness. Why, am I, why is my cape always covered in hair? I hang it up. How does this happen? <sighs> it's frustrating, though. Yeah, because I tell people, like, I, I, asked, I asked that on one show. i like, yeah, what do you call a guy who likes his cats? And one guy in the back just yells out, How about queer? 
all right, homophobia guy, thanks for coming out. But I was like, you know, people would probably be less surprised in San Francisco if I told them I was gay than if I told them that as a guy, I like my cats, right? Like people were less surprised by that, which is a good thing, you know, it's progressive. But instead, when I tell people I'm like a proud cat, well, okay, so what I, someone else yelled out was uh, Lord Pussy Man, poor Lord Pussy Man. So I think I'm going with that now. <laughs> Lord Pussy Man, uh, at your service, guys. So, but somebody has like, it's like when you tell people that, like, they just give you this look. It's like, really, 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 like, I, you don't like dogs? You're not a dog guy? Which it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, if, for those of you who don't know that look, it's the same look that you get when you ask somebody for a phone charger and they hand you an Apple charger and you're like, actually, I use Android. And they're like, really, really. Oh, the Android guy, really? You don't like what? You don't like Apple? What do you got against Apple? Huh? You don't like dogs? Like it's the same fucking thing. So fuck you, you Apple shit lords. All right. <laughs> I love my cats, uh, <laughs> but I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me because people—that's what people immediately go to, right? It's like, oh, you love cats? You must not like dogs. And you're like. That's not true at all. I love dogs. I love dogs so much. I don't fucking lock one in an apartment for 23 hours a day. <laughs> fucking San Francisco. If you own a dog and you don't have a backyard, you are trapping a wild animal. And just like every time it comes home, you come home and you're like, oh, he's running to greet me. He's like, no, that motherfucker's trying to escape. He just saw his opportunity, his sliver of opportunity. And then you close it and he's like, well, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> I gotta take a shit. You haven't been home all day. <sighs> I like dogs, but I, I, you know, I just, cats are easier. I, and they say like, you know, they say that cats never do anything for you. That's not true. Like my cats, they occasionally, like one time I came home and there was like right outside the door to my bedroom, there was like a dead bird. And I was like, wow, I don't let my cats outside. Where did this come from? <laughs> I was real confused. That's I gotta check the windows. Uh, they say, you know, a dog's a man's best friend, but I've never had a dog give me free drugs or fuck a fat girl for me, so. <laughs> Come on. They say cats never do anything for you. That's not true. I had a girl stay over one night, and the next morning she wasn't getting the hint to leave, so my cat scratched her in the face. Yeah. Puss before puss or something like that. Is that a saying? Granted, I was pointing a laser pointer at her face, but, you know, besides that. The cat knew. She just knew, okay? No, I love my cats. Because uh, I got them when my ex left because we got them together and then she couldn't take them in the new apartment. And uh, really, I don't know. I, I, lo I love them because I, I, I come home and it's like I, they come and they... I never know what, gonna, what reaction I'm going to get when I come home from them. Like, are they going to run up to me lovingly and try to cuddle? Or are they going to just start meowing incessantly at me for something i don't know what or they're just gonna like stick their ass in my face it's like my ex never left really <laughs> it's basically the same thing actually i think i like them more than my ex if i'm being honest they do a lot of things for me that my ex wouldn't i'm realizing how that sounded that came out wrong guys uh no no like i for example like i never have to Ask my cats to come hang out on the toilet with me. They just run right in and they run Olympic slalom's between my legs. My ex was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Listen, it's not me time; it's us time." Uh, what else uh, do they do? 
that she wouldn't. Oh, they never complain when I feed them cat food. <laughs> she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, you need the fiber. I, you never hang out with me on the toilet. Uh, oh, there's one thing they do that she wouldn't, that I'm not so sure about. Uh, they do look me right in the eyes when I masturbate. Uh, Yeah, that I'm not I don't know where I stand on that one. It's on the one hand it's nice to know that somebody cares, you know? On the other hand, they don't blink, guys. It's fucking weird. Oh man. I just turned thirty uh last month, guys. Finally, uh finally starting to look my age. Uh which is a blessing, guys. I don't know I've looked this old. Like I've weighed, I probably weighed more than this when I was 14 years old, <laughs> same build, f- same amount of facial hair, which a lot of people are like, Oh, so you just looked mature at a young age. I'm like, no, I looked like an old dude at a young age. <laughs> it's like, who the fuck is this creepy guy hanging out with all the freshmen? Like <laughs> it's tough being in high school and it looks like you shouldn't be within 300 feet of a high school. You know what I mean? Like the tough spot to be in. And there's no, like, there's no outfit you can wear that, like, negates it, right? You wear, like, a, like, a, you wear, like, a sweatshirt and, like, a baseball cap and a sunglasses, you definitely look like a pedo, right? <laughs> you wear, like, a tracksuit. I, I, there's, I don't know what the fucking outfit would be, like, sweats, and I just look like a homeless person hanging around the fucking, <laughs> it was rough. I'm just trying to say it was rough. Uh, you know, my birthday is uh, September 25th. Uh, which, of course, means that I love Christmas. Nine months. It's December 25th. My parents fucked on Christmas is what I'm trying to say, guys. I had a very merry conception. Uh, imagine there was a lot of frankincense and myrrh involved. Uh, maybe it was in a manger. I don't know. I wasn't there. But I... Uh, uh, that's a pretty fortunate one to land on, right? If you ever do, everyone, anyone else ever done your birthday math? Like when were you conceived? Like it's it's kind of fun, but for some people, not so fun. Uh, there's a whole slew of kids out there that were born on June 11th, 2002. Mm, do the math. Carry that three, guys. I'm talking about 9/11 babies. I'm talking about people conceived on 9/11. That's a tough realization because that goes one of two ways, right? Either you have like ultra American parents are like, honey, we're not letting them get us down. You get in the bedroom. We're going to make some freedom. Let's do this, right? Option number two, you've been on some kind of list your entire life. Uh, If the NSA is doing its job, there's a reason your porn was down and loading so slowly all this time. Uh, Can you imagine that? Just like, well, they're like 16 years old now. They're... Coming to that, if you came to that realization, just like, oh no, the only thing that went down faster than Tower Two was my mom's panties. Oh no, oh, it was an inside job. Oh God, George Bush probably did it. Oh boy, guys, shit. Uh, what else was I going to talk about? Oh yeah, Halloween coming up. Anybody got some cool costumes? Anybody got some cool plans? Nah, me neither. Yeah. Um, now I uh, I'm planning uh, I'm planning on going to New Orleans because I went last year and it was fucking wild, guys. It was so cool. I went. Uh, I was on a Bourbon Street, but it was crazy. I saw this this black girl was wearing like a sexy cop outfit, and she chugged a fifth of whiskey and punched another black guy in the face and called him the N word. And I was like, hey, that's pretty offensive. As an Irishman, that's appropriating my culture. Okay, <laughs> that's. 
that's our thing, okay? My culture is not a costume, all right? Speaking of which, I, uh, I mean, there's a lot of talk about immigration lately. Um, people saying a lot of really negative things about immigrants. The same things like, you know, they un-American, right? They come here, they're, they're taking our jobs. Uh, they're, you know, taking our good blue-collar blue jobs. They, they came here uninvited. They're, they're raping and murdering people. And I'm like, well, technically, there's nothing more American than showing somewhere you're not invited, raping and murdering everybody there so you can do farm work. Like, that's technically the most American thing you could do, Right. If anything we should be mad about, it's because they're culturally appropriating us. Uh, <laughs> it's like, fuck you guys. That's our thing. Uh, if they start sending uh, smallpox blankets to people, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> it's fucked. Uh, what else? Um, trying to be a better person lately. And um, it's it's been going well, actually. I've, I've been volunteering a lot. I've been... Uh, doing a lot of uh volunteering with special needs kids uh which is great and uh i did the 20 i got a 23 and me done so i brought it in for like a show and tell uh which was cool so i was like you know here's where it says i'm 75 percent irish and 25 percent italian and therefore 100 percent an alcoholic right and that's and so i told i was showing these, these special needs kids and one of them says to me like well this is so cool marty can i have one of these done and i was like oh little jimmy I don't know if they have a 24 in me yet. Uh, I don't know if the science works like that. It's going to say you're like 115% European or something. I don't think I don't think I need a test to know why you're so strong. Uh, <laughs> no. It's been good, though. All right, I'll leave you guys with this. Actually, I went to a quinceanera recently. Anyone here been to a quinceanera? No? Cool. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, no, I went to a quinceanera, and uh, I came to a realization that quinceaneras are pretty fucked up, if you're looking at it from, like, an outsider's perspective. Like, I... And it's not just quinceaneras, to be honest. It's pretty much any coming-of-age ceremony, because every culture has one, right? And they're all under the age of 18 right everybody decided that you become an adult under the age of 18 like the jews they have the the bar mitzvah that's where you take a 13 year old jewish boy uh you put him in a suit and his most gangly bodied his most pimply face his most crackly voice and you have him stand in front of a synagogue full of people and have him sing a language he doesn't speak like that is some embarrassing shit to do as your like first act as a man right like that's you as a man now it's not as weird as the quinceanera though because a quinceanera, uh, tell me if I'm describing it wrong. That's where you take a 15-year-old Latina girl, you put her in a wedding dress, and you tell everyone, she's a woman now. She's ready. She's ripe. So the Latinos are having a come see how fuckable my daughter is party. The Jews are having a come see how unfuckable my son is party. Different strokes for different folks. But, you know, white people, we got no room to talk, all right? Because we still have toddler beauty pageants. So we're having a come see how fuckable my six-year-old is event, all right? Glass houses and everything, guys. We got to watch that shit. I'm Marty Cunny. Thanks a lot, guys. Six-year-olds, two-year-olds. Get those kids those flippers. Give them those fake teeth. Ha-ha. And parade them around. Cute little outfits. <laughs> Teach them how to have 
I don't know, personality? I don't know. What do they do at that point? Uh, should we? I think we should break it up with some lady energy here. Yeah. Break up this sausage party. So he was bringing it up earlier. Um, Ira kept talking about emojis. And all I kept thinking about was the emoji movie. And then for a while, I thought, like, which is worse, the emoji movie or sausage party? <laughs> I couldn't figure out which one is a bigger pile of dog shit. <laughs> but they threw, like, $19 million at, like, each of them. And then it makes you think, like wow, what if you had given a million dollars to 19 different people who'd actually made like real films or something? Like a real filmmaker with a million dollars, could they be like, what? I'm off topic. Uh, but we are going to break up this sausage party right now <laughs> with your next comedian. Uh, yeah, I'm so excited to uh, to hear what she's got. She has the pretty blouse on. Not that I'm like commenting on the way that she looks because I'm a woman in, from the 90s and I was trained to do that because that's how we relate to women is we compliment them. I like your white dress. You're reminding me of Melania right now in her Africa pictures <laughs> with her pretty white outfit. Did you not see him? She, she did look really pretty. You do. You remind me of Melania. No, no, I'm sure you weren't, but you look lovely. You look great. I just, that's how I was taught to interact with women, you know, as you compliment them on the clothes. I, but I love her jokes too. Put your hands together, everybody, for Charity Pomeroy. Yay! Uh, Marty, I've got to tell you, right now, I know you're trying to get into there, but right this minute, my family is having a big group text about their cats. So... <laughs> I feel you, my man. I feel you. <laughs> They're having an argument about whose cat is fatter. And uh, I just want to chime in and be like, I don't have a cat, but I think I'm winning. The, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually excited about it, finally. In the, in the last 15 months, I have gained 30 pounds. And I know, it's fucking awesome. Last night, I went home, I ate an entire box of cereal. Why have I not been living this life my entire life? So yeah, it's good, it's good. Uh, a lot of the eating is stress eating, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, probably all of it is, it's, <laughs> it's stressful. Looking at all the news, and I can't help it. I want to see all the cute baby pictures and cat pictures. So I go to Facebook, and it's just like, oh, Jesus. Ugh. Literally Jesus, because I've got a lot of super fundy Christian friends on Facebook. So, yeah. Uh, but also, of course, uh, we've got a bunch of fun-ass predators uh, in the highest areas of power. So that's... <laughs> That's fun. I just, I just got to say, it is tough being a woman. God, I know, I know. This is news. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it is. It's tough. Uh, it's, it's been a little bit tough to be a woman these past few forever. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know it's a comedy show. We're not supposed to be talking about this shit. But, but it's true. Actually, I was driving through Golden Gate Park last week, and, uh, and I just started to notice it was after dark. I'm in Golden Gate Park for five minutes, and it is a sea of dudes out running and biking and walking, and it's like, awesome. I would fucking love to be able to go to Golden Gate Park and go for a run at night. <laughs> like That's just a ludicrous thought for a woman. We can't do that. But dudes, they were just doing it willy-nilly. I had to kill a couple of them just to even the score. And then, well, 
to be honest, there was one woman toward the end of, of Golden Gate Park. I was getting out toward the panhandle, and all of a sudden I saw a woman out walking a dog in Golden Gate Park. And uh, so I had the killer, you know, you gotta teach a bitch a lesson. She's gotta know it is not safe to be in, uh, in Golden Gate Park. Uh, I do love Golden Gate Park. I, I love running there in the mornings during the summer when it's still light. <laughs> I've been doing a lot less running these days just because I am really committed to this weight gain. I'm just gonna see how far I can take it. I actually, I'm loving the fact that I have boobs. I fucking love it. <laughs> Seriously, 30 pounds ago, I'm nothing. But I, I don't even have to pad anymore. They're just there. Makes me always think, you know, what if guys, what if like, like a lot of women, the size of our boob is totally weight dependent. What if guys' dicks were weight dependent? Like, everybody would be overweight and we would love it. It would be culturally celebrated. It would be a big fucking deal. So, uh, yeah. Um, you know, that is, I'm going to say, uh, bringing it to weight. It was amazing uh, to me. Like, uh, my, my wife, uh, and I am gay just in case for those of you who don't know me, um, always was super cool with my body no matter what. And she has always celebrated. And I think, I know, I think that's one amazing thing about lesbians. I'm going to say there is a lot of uh, love for every kind of female body. And as a gal who likes gals, I love every kind of female body. I don't have a type. Um, and that is, that is amazing. Um, yeah, and speaking of my wife, we moved here together three years ago, and this was her 50th year. She celebrated her 50th birthday, which is fucking awesome. So I surprised her with a divorce. It's true. No, no, no. How'd it happen? <laughs> Don't be worried. <laughs> uh, it was a really toxic relationship, and it was really nothing but lies and manipulation and seething anger. So she had to get out. So it was a good birthday present in hindsight, only because I am a terrible person to be with. But uh, <laughs> hope nobody I know is listening, because they're all going, mm-hmm, yep. It's true, <laughs> you're a terrible partner. Uh, but that's okay, that is something else I am owning. Uh, no, I do still love her, we are still besties. We are still in the same apartment. She's away for a couple months. Woohoo! I'm batching it up by myself and looking forward to moving out. Uh, it's going to be exciting to be able to have my own place. I am actually going to go look at apartments tomorrow and Sunday. I know! So thrilling. I've been looking uh, everywhere online, all the different agencies. You guys, I can get less than half the space for more than twice the price of what I'm paying right now. So I'm super excited about moving out on my own in San Francisco. So that's gonna, that's gonna be fun. Um, I'm not dating yet. Uh, we actually, uh, the honest thing is, we broke up on Christmas Eve last year, because again, I'm a horrible human being. Uh, as we smiled and opened our presents the next morning, she did say, this is the worst Christmas of my life. And all I could think was, well, the last seven years have been the worst Christmas of my life. So no, no, oh yeah, that's true, that's true. Uh, and so, no, but, um, it's, it's been, 
it's been all these months now. It's, it's time to move on. Uh, but I'm not moving on as in dating anybody else. I have learned my lesson. Uh, I really shouldn't inflict myself on anybody else. Uh, that is true. And also, I don't know how to date at all or meet people or talk to people or um, exist in the world like a normal human being. I don't know how to do any of that. Um, not my fault. I mean, I didn't have a conventional upbringing uh, at all. I mean, um, I learned a lot when I was growing up, but uh, there were some vital things that were missed in my, in my upbringing, mostly because my mom is completely blind, true, and my dad is totally autistic. So uh, yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's amazing. I mean, he's, he's high functioning. He's just, you can't really have a linear conversation with him, but he will teach you math. He will tell you all about astronomy and Egyptian hieroglyphs, because that's going to come in handy. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but uh, not a lot of social training in my household um, at all. Yeah, I mean, I was learning all of these great ways to pass tests in school from my dad. Uh, from my mom, I was learning how to drive. It's true, actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably why I'm such a terrible driver. Ah! <laughs> but hey, I can do it with my eyes closed, so so that's a good thing. But they did not teach me my autistic father and blind mother. They did not teach me social skills. They didn't teach me interpersonal relationships. They did not teach me eye contact. So flirting is not the best thing in the world for me. I mean, I, I do like get really attracted to women and I, I'll go up to them and I'll be like, hey, hi, how are you? And for some reason that's a turn off, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm like, oh, so are you, uh, you around, from around here? Uh, I mean, I'll check in, but don't, don't keep my eye contact for too long. Um, and when women are talking to me, I can't always tell if they're, I can never tell if they're flirting. Almost never. I mean, the other day, actually, I came out of this show, and this girl stopped me on the street, super hot, super hot woman, and uh, and she just kept talking to me and and like engaging with me, and I'm like, what is going on? You are too hot to be talking to me, um, and uh, yeah, and I I could tell she was flirting with me from the way I made it awkward and ran away. Uh, that's, that's how I could tell. She was definitely, definitely flirting with me. Um, but as I get older, I have learned to embrace more about myself. I mean, I really am embracing my weight gain. That's like the newest thing ever. I, when I was growing up, that was the biggest sin in my house. Like, if you were to gain weight, I remember my grandmother sitting me down and telling me, you know, your mom has put on some weight, because my mom had gained like five pounds. Um, and she said, that is just, that's not acceptable. And you need to know that. And she was letting me know that's not acceptable. And, and I was like, but what about Aunt Carlene? Like, Aunt Carlene is this big, buxom, beautiful girl. And I didn't use those wor words because I was a little kid, but I was, she was. My Aunt Carlene was a big woman, gorgeous. And uh, 
Yeah, and my grandmother was like, no, 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 no. She she was born that way. She's she's just naturally a big girl. But for you, young lady, don't you? It's true. It's true. So I have been running away from this natural weight gain because it turns out if I just act like a normal person, I'm a big girl who has boobs. Let's bring those back into the picture. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very happy about them. Um, but I am embracing more and more that... Uh, that I'm a little bit weird. And the more I embrace how weird I am, the more I see how fucking weird everybody is. Everybody has weird hangups. I have some that I thought were weird, but the more I talk about them, the more I realize, oh my God, everybody has this going on. Well, some of them are everybody. Some of them, it's just women because it's something we were taught. Like I have found out, like I don't like to go to the bathroom and do a specific thing in the bathroom um, anywhere outside of my house. I prefer to only, I'm talking about shitting. I don't like to shit in public places. I really do not like to shit at work. I'm always terrified like one of my coworkers will come into the bathroom and then they'll know that I poo. Like that's crazy. But, but here's the thing. Is that a, an issue for any women in here? Any of you? No. But I have met, yeah, I've met, well, of course, here at Mutiny Radio, everybody's going to hear it and smell it. Uh, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, it's a big deal. So if I am at work and it is late in the day and I've really got to go, I might cut out of there early. I'll be like, to my, the, the gal I sit next to, you know, Stacy, I, I'm going to, I'm going to take off early and, and she'll be like, oh Yeah. Yeah, what's going on? You know, I've just got some shit to do at home. So anyway, I'm going to leave you with that, folks. My name is Charity. <laughs> Give it up again for Pam, the best of the best in this. Charity Pomeroy, I'm going to embrace your 30 pounds. I've had three pieces of fudge today only because I'm hungry. I just keep getting higher and more confused. I'm like, keep doing the weed. Tastes good. I like that fudge. And it's hard to see now. Yeah, you're asking me. I'm like, are we here? Is this real? Uh, it's gonna. We'll listen to the podcast tomorrow. And I'll be like, yep, yep. You were there. My lips feel numb. Like I'm like, cool. Uh, you'll ask me in the night. Uh, he lives across the street. It's exciting. Oh, I shouldn't say that. No one knows where we are. Don't stalk him. <laughs> You're going to love him so much that you're going to stalk his fucking house. Uh, hey, everybody, be excited for your headliner of tonight, Josh Holub. Yay! Pam, don't worry, Pam. None of this is actually happening. This is all... I, I can't even believe this is happening. Give it up for boobs, huh? How about boobs? Boobs are great. Yeah, we all like boobs. Boobs are great. Some people got them. Guys have them too, you know? So it's, there's nothing wrong with saying, you know? I like boobs. I like boobs. I'm getting boobs. I'm getting boobs as I get older. As older you get as a man, you start to develop boobs. It's, you know, it's the, it's the wonders of, of getting old. Is your boyfriend getting boobs yet? A little bit. I'm getting a little, little baby. I got because I'm a small, fragile boy, and so it's not it's not looking good. I'm not aging gracefully. Um, 
So, yeah, you know, it's cool. Uh, but, you know, you're saying, you know, dicks don't grow with weight, but dicks do look better on the slimmer the man is. So, you know, thumbs up to skinny guys. All right. Yeah. <laughs> makes it look bigger. It's not actually bigger, but it makes it look. It's like one of those, you know, posters where you stare at it long enough and you see an image. That's what a skinny guy's dick looks like. Just stare at it for long enough. It'll look good. It'll look cool. Uh, it's October. Um, in the spirit of things, I started working part-time at a haunted house. Yeah. Yeah, the other part of the time, I'm a fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't work at a haunted house. That's just sad. Uh, <laughs> but I have been working part-time at an escape room, which means my parents are disappointed in me all of the time. And that is true. <laughs> that is true. I'm working part-time at an escape room. And I'm also working uh, with a, with an ex-girlfriend at the escape room, so I can't escape her. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. It's a goddamn nightmare. I cannot escape the looks of the eyes that used to hold love and respect for me, and now it's just oh, nothing left. It's all gone. <laughs> and I can't escape it! Uh, so, yeah, uh, he's, uh, K K TK's doing... Um, Sober October, that's what they're calling it, right? Seeing some people doing that. I'm being be drunk the whole month of October because things aren't getting any better, you know? Why even fight it anymore? I am, I'm currently not drinking right now, not because um, a month told me to do it because my liver was like, I'm hurting a lot. You should probably stop. <laughs> so I've been, uh, you know, I'm just not drinking for today. I give myself a little break here and there, you know what I'm talking about? It's whenever I, I I drink, I've been drinking too much. You got to take a little time off. It's just, I'm trying to be, you know, try to treat your body as, as properly as you can while still having fun, right? And that's what we all want to do: still have fun. But and I got to relearn how to do things sober, um, like doing this. Sober. <laughs> I haven't performed <laughs> comedy uh, sober in probably a good month or two, if we're being honest with you. So I don't know how to do this. Hopefully, this is going well so far. There's all the things you have to learn because I forget, like, I, I don't know how to go to sleep if I'm not at least had a couple beers. It's fucking really hard. Um, also, brushing my teeth for some reason because I'm usually drunk in the morning still. And, um, you know, I can brush for a lot longer. No gag reflex when you're still drunk. Um, I should have known that uh, at some point in my life earlier. Um, but now I know that uh, if I ever hook up with a guy, I don't know where I'm going with this. But... Maybe someone can talk about sucking dick. All right. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, October stuff. That's, you know, I covered a couple, couple of minutes there riffing. I'm feeling pretty good about that. Yeah. All right. I got it. Now I can drink. He's got it. <laughs> now I do live right down the street now. It's great. I literally live like right um, on the other side of the town. I'm not even anywhere near here. <laughs> I did go for a run today, though. I, moving to new areas, you obviously live by the park. Um, you know, you, I, I like to run, so you're learning new places to run, and I'm figuring it out around here. I went for a run today, and like you were talking, there was there was a woman who was running, and sometimes we just happen to be on the same path, and so we, we pass each other once, and then cut this loop around the park, and we pass each other a second time. I was like, all right, this is getting a little weird, and then I didn't see her for about ten minutes, and I'm getting close to my house, and there she is again, and uh, she waved to me, and I said, I'm not following you. I swear to God. That because that's how I felt. 
That's how I felt. I felt like I was following her. Um, but I felt there could have been an invitation to talk to her because she waved, and I don't know, because I don't know what she's thinking, of course, and she doesn't know what I'm thinking. And she's probably thinking that I'm crazy, but she could not be. I don't know. What I'm saying is it's really hard for white men these days, all right? God, how are we going to fucking get by with this? Oh, I could have I met the woman of my dreams, but, you know, I got me too before anything even happened now. <laughs> Now maybe I'll see her again. Now I just have to run every Friday at the same time. And then I really will be following her. And I, I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> I live here now, and I've lived in the city now for about five years. I like it. Uh, I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan. If you guys ever ever heard of Detroit, Michigan, you probably have. Detroit, Michigan is a great place to get stabbed and murdered. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Love that place. Uh, great place to die. So I decided it was time to maybe not move, live there anymore. I didn't have to, you know, just because you're from somewhere doesn't mean you have to live there. So I decided to pack up my things and move to beautiful The Tenderloin, where the streets are <laughs> paved of gold. Yeah. Like I never left Detroit. Oh, yeah. Just way more expensive and way more meth. But no snow. No snow. So got that going for us. The beautiful The Tenderloin. Uh, it's weird being from Detroit. I was just back there visiting about a month ago for a wedding. And Detroit, like most cities, has uh, slogans or mottos. Every city's got one. Actually, I don't know. Does San Francisco, we have like a motto with a rice treat or something? I don't know. What's like a, <laughs> what's San Francisco's motto? Do we have a motto in, in the city? I don't, I don't know, like pride or some gay probably. Golden Gate, welcome to Oklahoma. Is that a real thing? <laughs> wow, that's good, Pam. I like that. Well, I, I should reevaluate this joke. Uh, San Francisco doesn't have a motto or a slogan. Probably does. We just don't. You know, we don't care about it because we don't care about anything living here. You know. But Detroit has slogans, and the big one right now is uh, everyone has T-shirts. It says Detroit hustles harder. You see them all over the town, billboards. People wear T-shirts. Detroit hustles harder. There's another a slogan, and it goes, uh, "We roll up our sleeves to live in Detroit." And there's a third slogan. It goes, "Detroit is not a good place to live," and neither any of these mottos or slogans. No, they're telling you that this is not a good place to live. We have to work harder to live here. You're telling me I can I can work less anywhere else, but if I pick this one place. I have to work harder? Oh, sign me up. What the fuck? These are not good slogans. How is this driving people? I mean, this is a bad city, and they're trying to get people to come there with this fucking garbage? Make the slogans like it really is to live in Detroit. Come to Detroit, and every morning before you go to work, Eminem will kick you in the balls. You're stupid for living here. Why did you choose to live here? Welcome to Detroit. Kid Rock just fucked your wife. You are a stupid, stupid idiot. Why did you just choose to live in Detroit? I'm from there. I can say these things. But I can't say these when I'm back in Detroit because they beat me up. They're so, so proud. I don't care. I'm not from there. Everyone thinks it's a cool place to be. It's not a cool. The coolest thing about being from Detroit is I know a lot of people who live in many other places because everyone fucking moves. <laughs> everyone moves. But now I live here in San Francisco, and I love it. You guys all live in the city? Oh, yeah, unless you live in the city. I love living in the city because San Francisco has hills. And I, lo I love the hills because what do we do best as a city in San Francisco is look down on other people. We have the physical topography, the geography to walk on top of a hill and physically look down on other people. We're the best at it. Not only do it in our brains, we can physically do it. I like to walk up to the top of a hill and wait for someone else to walk up there five minutes later and just yell at them. It's like, I already did this. This is my hill now. Get out of here. <laughs> Go. 
that's my goal is to eventually live on the top of a hill right now i can't afford it i got rent control i'm brag uh yeah i got a little rent control around 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 here living at the bottom of a hill but one day when i work hard enough i will hopefully live on top of a hill and only order postmates from people who can't afford to live anywhere even close to the city you know just stand up on top of my hill and just be like, oh, yes, come hither, peasant. Daddy needs his burrito from El Taqueria and the mission. Come bring it to me and go back to San Mateo, wherever the fuck you're from. Get out of here. This is my hill. I live here. It's hard to get San Franciscans to laugh at that, but you know it's true. We're not good people. Uh, or maybe we are. I don't know. I'm always trying to be a better person. Always trying to be a, a better person. I got new glasses uh, the other day, but I still can't see how stupid I am. You know, not good glasses. <laughs> I meant to say that one earlier. Um, what else can I? Uh, things. Um, I am. Uh, <laughs> what did I just start here? Things, things, stuff, stuff, and things are weird. Am I right? What's the deal with stuff? The color brown. What are you fucking so sad about? Be blue. Oh, man. I've been trying to be better. I have, uh, recently got out of a relationship. Her choice. <laughs> uh, I got out of a relationship recently, and I thought it was, was going well. I was First of all, I was treating her with respect, as you should with any relationship you're in. I didn't call her my girlfriend. She wasn't a girl. She was a woman. I called her my lady friend or my woman friend. Or can I have $20, please? You know, <laughs> things that show her that I respect her. But, uh, you know, I feel like I wasn't getting the same respect back. She just called me bitch boy. What's up with that? That's not a very nice thing to say. All right, that joke doesn't work anymore. Is it too mean? Is it too mean? I feel like that joke used to get laughs, and now it doesn't. That's cool. Um, I, can, I can accept the fucking fate this is my, I'm going to, never mind. Anyway, I'm doing great. I thought that relationship was doing well because at the time I deleted a folder on my computer entitled Tax Documents 2012. Now, I don't know if any of the guys in here know what's in a folder on your computer entitled Tax Documents 2012, but I can tell you what's not in it is Tax Documents no, not even close. Nah, that's where daddy keeps his dirty porno. Oh, the dirtiest of the dirty stuff. And tax documents 2012. Are you kidding me? Do I look like a guy who pays taxes? I don't think so. Not one bit. I haven't paid my taxes since 9-11. If the government's not doing their job, I'm not doing mine. That's where I go to jerk off. Tax documents 2012, baby. Give me that weird shit. The weirdest of the weirdest. Everyone tries to hide where they, they keep their porno on their computer. I just, I don't, why even bother anymore? If someone wants to find it, they can find it. I just want to have, have the balls I just have. As soon as you open my computer, it's just one folder that's the size of my desktop, and it says porn with 12 exclamation points, you know? <laughs> don't even try to hide it. Because guys will do that. I think we're being clever. Like, I'll bookmark it somewhere. It says, like, ooh, skateboarding video. Dude, you haven't skateboarded in 20 years. Come on, man. You're not fooling anyone. Pam's got cat videos. Everything's cat videos, dude. You probably actually legitimately masturbate to cat videos. I would not be surprised. That's right. 
the weirdest shit. I'm actually concerned about what pa- I, I would assume Pam masturbates to. Probably some really, I would like, cause I think most people would think that you, you watch some really fucked up shit, but I would go the opposite end. I think like you only watch like puppies looking at rainbows. It's just like, Oh my God, this is doing it for me. Cause you're like the most positive person I know that it wouldn't fit your character. I don't know. The fuck do I know? That's really all I had planned. I could find maybe one more thing to talk about. I'm going to find one more thing to talk about. Oh, let's talk about it, baby. Oh, yeah. What's the deal? Fleet week. More like skeet week because the streets are filled with seamen. Get it? All right. Now. Oh, shit. Do you guys know what skeeting is or is that like too old now? Skeet is when a guy comes. So it's not Fleet Week, it's Skeet Week. Oh, I'm sad. I think I'm going to end there. I think I'm good. I've had fun. And uh, Pam is great. You guys should all clap for Pam right now. Yay, I've been Josh. Thank you. Keep clapping for Josh. Yay. Uh, Clap for the three, four real people that are here tonight. Yay. Your audience, people. That makes us not seem like we're insane when we... Do this like my. I have a kitten. He's only three and a half months old, and he is getting a skewed vision on what the world is like. I'm like, no, you will sit there and listen to my jokes. Meow. <laughs> Let me out. He's. Uh, you put him in the little thing. You're like, is it funny? I'm a cat lady. I'm telling cat lady jokes to a cat, and he's like, I don't know what's happening in the world yet. I don't have fleas anymore. This is great. He's he's really cute. Uh, Thank you guys for coming. Wow. Uh, Careful with those things. (laughs) I mean, I just got to say, it's not fair because I'm on the third. Only because I was hungry. And they are delicious. And I have a tolerance. I would not recommend anyone else eating three of these uh, at once. (laughs) Ha ha. Yes. Yeah, good. Go for it. The rest go to David, our board up. Everybody um, clap for David Zunzu Kirscher, one of the ones and twos. He used to be a poet. Maybe one day he'll give us a poem. He'll break it back down. Thank you, everybody, for being here. This has been Pam Tice's Comedy Clubhouse. Uh, we've had a fun time. I'll leave you with a cat joke. I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat and I want to shave it. And I want to knit a sweater out of his fur. And I want to make him wear it. (laughs) That's because I'm a crazy cat lady. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Thanks all for being here. Come any Friday from 8 to 10 on Pemtasis Comedy Clubhouse. Good night. Yay, bye.
Flat Black Plastic on MutinyRadio.fm. But it used to be it. Well, it used to be that the stockkeepers worked pretty freely with the mechanics and the foreman. We'd kind of stay close to each big job and, well, be kind of a free agent. Be sure the fellas had the material and tools they needed in time to keep the job from being held up. Hosley pauses before responding, hoping that Maxwell will carry the ball further himself. This does not happen, however. It's uh, different now? Oh, heck, Mr. Hosley, it's no secret that Burquist has made us a bunch of flunkies just like everybody else in the place. All we do is follow steps one, two, three. We sit in our cages and fill out material orders when the foremen say they want anything. It seems that some rather strong feelings have been tapped. Hosley decides to explore, but cautiously. Tell me a little more, then. I'm not quite with you. It's part of the whole reason why I'm leaving. The individual guy just doesn't count around here anymore. Berkowitz has made us a bunch of payroll numbers, and nobody cares about any of us as persons anymore. On this change in the storekeeper's job, I guess he figures, or somebody figured, that we were wasting too much time by being out on the floor with the men. That isn't the worst part of it. Everything the company has done for the last few months since Berkowitz took over has been to make the employee a working stiff who isn't supposed to do anything unless he's told to. The question now is how much data Maxwell has to support his point. Is this really a well-thought-out observation or a superficial complaint? Could uh, you give me some more examples, Len? Well, like the way we used to order stuff before. Like, give him a little smile. Like, how you doing? Acknowledge their presence or something. So I was walking past this guy and we made eye contact and I smile at him briefly and then he his eyes like got super big and he had the biggest smile form on his face and as I walked by he was like pretty. <laughs> I was like no <laughs> no sir. That's the, that's weird. It's a weird thing to have happen to you because it's like now I have to walk around the store, like looking around the corner, making sure this weird guy isn't following me. Like situations like that just remind me of my position in life. It's like if I smile at the wrong person, I can end up in a real pickle <laughs> jar. <laughs> pickle jar, all of my body parts on someone's shelf in their basement. You'll never find me. Terrifying. The world's terrifying out there for a gal. Has anybody here ever been followed? Yeah? yeah. Like not on Twitter, but on the street. <laughs> it sucks, doesn't it? It sucks. Cause like I'll just be walking along, minding my own business, already not making eye contact with anybody. And then all of a sudden I'll feel the presence of lurking or aggressive desperation lurking behind me. I'll be like, great. Now I have to worry about getting murdered, or worse, talked to. <laughs> Fuck. It sucks. So I don't know how to deal with that. I like to believe that they're just walking in the same direction as me in an equally hurried pace. I'd like to think that, but I can't afford to be that naive. So like, I just, I don't know how to deal with that situation. It's like, I don't want to talk to them. I'm from the Pacific Northwest. I have to be like passive aggressive about it. Can't confront them. So like, I, I feel like I want to befriend a crow. I'd like to befriend a crow at some point and train it to be like a guard dog so that when I'm walking alone through parks and someone gets too close to me, the crow will come and land on my shoulder and then shit on my back. 
And then whoever is walking around me be like, oh, that's a gross witch. And then they won't fuck with me. I want to mess with that. Also thought about getting a gun. Thought it, boo, no. No, because like it's heavy, it's empowering. I don't have to load it. I just want it next to me in my bag. Because picture this, I'm walking, walking along, someone's following me. I get scared, I can just casually pull it out and then hold it to my head. <laughs> right? And then I turn around, they're running away. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. are like, where are you going, shit dick? Where are you going? You afraid of how you make me feel? <laughs> Why am I still holding this up? <laughs> This is fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. I <laughs> also want to get some roofies. <laughs> right. I don't want to take advantage of anybody sexually. I just think a, a good defense is an offense. You know? I just like to have some money. <laughs> It'd be fun. Because, you know, if I'm out, if I'm out having a good time with my friends at a bar, I just ha like to have a little something with me. You know, if the guy starts harassing me, it's, I can give him a warning. I give him a warning. Say, no, thank you. Your personality sucks. Get away from me. <laughs> if they don't take that hint, <laughs> they, they're asking for it, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> what, what's up? And so I slip him a little forget-me-not, right? Walks off, comes back, acting all loopy. They're like, yeah, you feeling funny, guy? Yeah, that's because you're about to clean my bathroom. <laughs> you do take advantage of them in different ways. They're paying for the Uber. Good times. Anybody here not wear underwear? A few brave souls. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what it's like for the fellas out there, but uh, there's always something coming out of my vagina. And when it's not my period, it's a mystery. <laughs> like, if I wasn't wearing underwear right now, I'd have to be shaking my leg, like, all day just to keep dry. It's gross, but, like, no amount of kegels can keep me from leaking. I don't know how to stop it. It's weird, because, like, nobody tells you about that growing up. Tell you about other things. Like, health class does not cover the weeping vagina that I would have. I had to ask my doctor. I thought there was something wrong with me. And she's like, no, it's totally normal. I was like, OK, cool. So that's my underwear is destroyed, and it's normal. Now I just have to buy lots of that. Uh, yeah, they don't tell you about that in school. They don't tell you about, they also don't tell you about uh, that you need to clean your belly button. They don't tell you that. It smells like feet. I don't know. Put a Q-tip in there. Try it out. If you haven't, it's gross. They don't tell you that. They also don't tell you about butt hair. They tell you about all the other hairs. They don't tell you about butt hair. I remember when I was a young, young child <laughs> going through the puberty, I looked down there one day, and there's a forest growing in my valley, right? I'm like, what is this? We got to clear cut this shit. And so I did. Is that why I don't like shaving my butt crack often? 
you know when you clear cut an area and sticker bushes grow back in place? That's your ass crack. And I'm pretty sure at one point you could have spread my butt cheeks and there would have been a sign saying, replanted spring of 2010. <laughs> I've been Cameron Minch. You guys have been awesome. Thank you. Give it up for Cameron! Oh my god. Because when she was talking about like all the stuff coming out of her all the time, I was like, man, I don't... It reminds me that I don't relate to a lot of other women because like, I've been on... Um, I'm on my second Mirena IUD. What up? Woo! So I haven't had a period in like nine years. And I don't care what kind of cancer it's going to give me. I'm just like, stuff it up. Woo! It's going to, like, when I do take it out one day, it's definitely going to be like that scene in The Shining, just, like, fucking insane. But it's weird because it is kind of unsettling not having a period all the time because I'm just like, I don't know if I'm just being a total fucking bitch for no reason or if I am still having some kind of hormonal thing, you know? But recently, I was thinking about it. I feel I found a new way to track my cycles, you know, um, and you guys can do it too. Even those who don't have periods, you know, everyone can do it. Um, I've been just tracking it based on um, every new celebrity sexual assault allegation. <laughs> Happens about once a month, so it's been working out pretty great for me. <laughs> Very moody. <laughs> uh, is that a next comic here? Yes! You guys are in for a real treat. The fucking, I don't know, creator of this, the brainchild, the mother. Pam Benjamin! Jenna Vesper, everybody! Listen the shit out of this! How exciting! Uh, someone was talking about compliments earlier on the street. I'm having a trouble between catcalling and complimenting. I don't know the difference at this point. I was walking down the street and I told a nice lady who had gray hair, I said, your hair is really pretty. And like she looked at me and walked across the street the other way. And I was like, you can't sell hair dye to people with self-esteem. I was trying to compliment you. Like we both have gray hair and I like your hair. I'm not interested in you as sexually. I didn't, I just trying to compliment. You can't give people compliments anymore, right? Like, what's the difference between complimenting and catcalling? A nice gentleman the other day said to me, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. That is a compliment. <laughs> that is not catcalling. That is a crafted, that is, it is, I felt really great. I was like, you did, you, I was walking down the street. You made me feel better, thank you. Another guy, I was walking and I was wearing a skirt and uh, in heat, and I don't usually wear skirts because I don't shave my legs. Yeah, Jennifer, we're all, I'm lazy. It's not a political standpoint, it's laziness. But uh, I don't usually wear skirts, but I had long socks on or whatever and I'm walking by him. Uh, and he goes, girl, you got a nice fit on. And I got that because I was like, outfit, I'm fit. That's a double entendre in like, I don't know, like street speak or whatever. And I'm like, I was cool with it. And then I kept going. He goes, can I get a sniff? And I'm like, under my, what are you, you want to sniff under my skirt? That is, you know, that is so gay. Uh, like, I mean, I have a lot of sex and it smells like my boyfriend's cum. Like I didn't, I don't shower a lot. That's, why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? That's weird. Why do you? Cat, cat, cat calling, complimenting. Hard to tell the difference these days. I don't, I don't know how to do it. I've been accused as being the worst feminist lately. I 
claim to be a feminist. I believe that I am, but I still like Louis C.K. I still, I love Bill Cosby. I'm sorry. I'm a bad, fe- I am the worst. I am not the worst feminist. The worst feminist right now is our first lady. Yeah. Third wife, eyes down, everybody. We're not even in a Muslim country, but she is third wife, eyes down. She can't even, she just looks up to frown. Have you seen the pictures lately? So pretty, frowning. Isn't it great? What's her name? Melania? 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 How do we pronounce her name? Melania. Yeah, I don't know because she never speaks. I don't know how to pronounce her name. How do you pronounce her name? She's been in the White House for how long? Over a year? Too long. What has she done? We don't know. She never speaks. <laughs> no, uh, I, I no. I'm, I'm so sad about her because I really was like, oh, what's gonna be your first lady position? You know, like first ladies get an opportunity to do something, right? Like Michelle Obama. <laughs> do we all miss Michelle? I love Michelle. I don't just miss Michelle because of my weird lesbian fantasies, but I miss her. <laughs> I mean, what a hot, God, she's got great arms. She has no bye-bye arms. She waves. There's no bye-bye on the bottom end. She fucking works out. She's mm, tight. Right, Michelle? Yeah. Also hates fat kids. Great. No, I mean, no, she was, no, she was super about like school lunches should be healthy and diabetes is bad and children should work out. And I'm like, yeah, Michelle. And so I was wondering where Melania was going to pick up. And since she, the only time she's ever spoken, she plagiarized Michelle's speech. I thought, well, she's going to pick right up where Michelle left off, which is I hate fat kids, which makes so much sense for Melania because no one better than her understands that no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty. Am I right? Like no one even, she doesn't even get taken seriously and she's so pretty. What am I ever going to do? I'm never going to be as pretty as her and she's not good enough. What am I going to do? Sorry, as a feminist, feminist. It's very difficult. But I was wondering, like, what is she going to do? Gorgeous Melania. Melania. I can't even make fun of her accent because I don't know. She never talks. <laughs> can't make fun of her when I don't know what she sounds like. Uh, but so she, uh, what's she going to pick up on? Hating fat kids? I think she's going to uh, champion bulimia. Right? Because it makes kids four times the consumer. It is so good for the American economy, right? Like they just eat and it's so good for the economy. But where she's really going to be known is as an environmentalist because she's going to teach the kids to vomit into the composting, right? Because regurgitate, renew, recycle. I don't know. Can we grow pot from vomit? (laughs) Like can we... I think so. We need pharmaceutical companies stop working on fentanyl. Start working on the pH of vomit so that we can use it for composting for the weed. Can we get green now? Come on. <laughs> just want Melania to be the best feminist ever and just to stand up and say, my husband is a pile of misogynist dog shit and I divorce him. And I'll be like, you're the best. <laughs> I just want her to be a feminist. I just want her to stand up and say something, say anything. Say, ha! She speaks four languages. She speaks French, Italian, uh, German, and English. Say something in any language. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Speak French. You'll be like, je ne sais quoi, mais, mais, no, I don't speak, I don't speak French. 
<laughs> How do you say misogynistic in French? I think it's the same word. Whatever. Love Mulaney and Lania. So good. Knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. I got this one. Thank you. It's going to be okay. No, I, I don't know what to call myself anymore. I don't want to call myself a feminist because it's like a bad word now. It's like a dirty word. Like, I'd rather call myself a cunt face. I'd be like, I'm a cunt face. And they're like, oh, you're a lesbian. Or, or you're a... Sorry, that's terrible. I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say uh, feminist. And the two aren't together. And see, like, my prejudice exists all over the place. I'm a terrible. I'm the worst from <laughs> But sorry, do you see how I did that? I love lesbians. I fucking wish I was one. It would be so much, it wouldn't be easier. And I hate it when straight white girls go, it'd be so much easier if I was just a lesbian because women are so much easier. Everyone's a fuck bag. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if they're men or women. Everybody sucks. It doesn't. <laughs> so feminism, that's cool. The only reason I call myself a feminist is it's the only word without the word men in it. It's actually spelled with an I. Menstruation is spelled with an E. Menstruation has the word men in it. They never bleed every month. <laughs> Why would you put men in menstruation when it's all women? It's just, language is so political and so strange to me. Uh, <laughs> your person. You're a female. We are all humans. <laughs> We're all people. I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a people and girls have a vagina, so I call myself a feminist. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna leave you guys with my favorite. Uh, it was my favorite feminist joke. I don't even know at this point. I usually do the thing with like my super dreams. Anybody? My super dreams actually are of me and Martha Stewart and her Clydesdales having sex with the f glitter coming down. Does anybody else love Martha Stewart? Like in a super sexual way? No, just me? Great. That's, that's, I love, I really, I love Martha Stewart almost as unhealthily as I love my cat. Like I love, I love my cat and Martha Stewart. No, I love my cat more than Martha Stewart. That's I am a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat, and I want to shave him, and I want to knit a sweater out of his fur, and then I want to make him wear it. <laughs> yeah. That's some crazy cat lady shit. You know what I'm talking about? Thank you so much for listening to my jokes. Give it up for your host, Jenna Vesper. Yay! Give it up for Pam. Crazy cat lady. Fuck. Speaking of cats, wow, that was so like liberating when you said cunt on stage. <laughs> because I don't know if you guys know, like you can't actually say that word in Portland. Oh no. Can't say cunt in Portland. I mean you can say it, but you're gonna get blacklisted from a couple places. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird thing. It feels weird and it, like it feels really nice that I can say the word cunt here. Like it's like really this is really, but I will say a lot of things triggered me in your set, and I was like, oh, wow. But I like that I can say cunt, though. <laughs> this is really nice. I can tell you guys kind of want to say it, too, right? It's like I can feel this, like, energy from everybody. Like, it's kind of a freeing, like, thing, you know? Like, you guys want to say it, too. I know you do. All right. Let's do it. The count of three. One, two, three. Cut! You can't say it!
can say it. You can't say it? What the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you do that? Now I have to write a blog post. I don't have time for that shit. God. Yes. Or wait, what? No, I don't even know. I just said yes without even paying attention. See, when you're a host, you just say yes to a lot of things, and you don't even, I don't agree with whatever statement that was. I want that to be on the record. Okay. Your next comic's going to maybe say the word cunt. I don't know. Maybe not. But either way, she's going to be really funny. And she's from New Orleans. And let's give her a big applause for Amanda G. Oh shit, I didn't realize I was coming on stage so soon, cool. Um, uh, yeah, I would usually ask if we were drinking, but the answer better be no. <laughs> but in New Orleans, that's a good way to get the crowd on your side. Um, I, I actually went to college in the Bay Area, and so all tonight I've been drinking out of a paper bag on the side of the building. Um, so I'm re reliving my college days, and it's feeling pretty good. I, uh, New Orleans is the best place in the world to drink. I don't care what you say. Uh, it's 24. Like, I realized when I come back to California, it's like, you guys stop serving liquor. I remember at, at 2 a.m. or at 1.45, the run through Safeway to the back of the fucking store to get the liquor before they close it. I don't have to do that. There's a gas station a block from my house, 24 hours. I can get any alcohol I want. If there's a bar three blocks from my house that if you're there at 4 a.m., there's a trivia game that's happening <laughs> every fucking night. Like, it's... It's great. It is, I'm telling you, it is the best place to drink. Um, but yeah, my mom, though, she hates that I drink. My mom really hates that I drink so much. And she thinks she can stop me from drinking. So what she tries to do to stop me from drinking is she'll just tell me how many calories are in every drink. Like, that's her big trick. It's like, oh, that vodka soda, 110 calories. And I'm like, mom, you don't get it. Like, you don't understand. I'm a lesbian. Like, we don't get fatter. We just get sturdier. <laughs> you know? Like, my current body type goal is the bookshelf I'm building. I'm on, well, you can laugh. It's okay. That's the goal. People get really weird about that. But this is not IKEA particle board up here. I'm gonna tell you that right now. When you take the pictures, though, you gotta get my my good side, right? I'm like Barbara Streisand up here. I only got a good side. Mar Barbara Streisand. She recently cloned her dog not once but twice. So I'm like, science can figure out how to clone her dog, but they can't figure out how to fix her bad side. Like, it's really fucking. It it's some weird shit. It's some weird shit. I um. Yeah, I, uh, you'll never forget though, like I'll never forget the moment that I became gay. You never forget that moment. Uh, for me, I became gay at birth, right? Or for you conservatives out there, conception. I know I'm in San Francisco, there's no conservatives, but imagine that in New Orleans, they love that shit there. <laughs> They do. <laughs> they do. I actually had a lot of support in coming out from my friends and family, which was really cool. Um, when I came out to my parents, when I, I came out to my dad, and all he said was, he's like, well, that explains the mystery of the missing Playboys. <laughs> and all those issues, all those years. <laughs> and my mom, right, ever the Jew, my mom's like, so what you're telling me is when you get married, I get to split the cost of your wedding. And I was like, whatever gets you through this conversation. <laughs> like, I, I thought it was going to go a lot different. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I came out though. Like I went to fucking Berkeley. Like I went to Berkeley, and I didn't come out during college. Like I don't know. I came out later. You co Everyone comes out when it's their time. I came out after college. Missed a lot of fun shit. Came out after college. But when I came out to everyone, like most people in my life, had kind of figured it out. You know, like from a very young age, I was very strangely drawn to the Home Depot. 
I thought that's where all the kids spent Saturday. <laughs> it was just me. And, and even in high school, right? Like all my friends were like NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. You had to pick one. It was NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. And I was like, no, man, Spice Girls, right? <laughs> Fucking Spice Girls. You had those five hot chicks with those accents. They're half naked. They're asking me what I want. <laughs> what I really, really want. And like they, they knew, right? Like they really, really knew. Uh, which of course was to move to Portland and open a bookstore with them. <laughs> I knew y'all would get that in New Orleans. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what, what are you talking about? I don't know. I, um, I do have a girlfriend, which is cool. She's really beautiful and gorgeous. I know this because I get to wake up to her like every day, but I also know this because straight men like to tell me all the time. Straight men at bars come up to me and they're just like, man, how'd you do it? How'd you get a chick so hot? What's your secret? They all sound like that to me. That's my straight guy accent. I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like eye contact and respect, man. I don't know. But straight men, they think lesbians, they think we're your enemies. Lesbian, we know. Lesbians know straight men aren't our enemies. The only enemies that we have are fake nails and unexpected periods. <laughs> Thank you for getting that one. <laughs> Sometimes people have to think on that, but they get there. They do get there. I am, I'm 34 now. I'm going to turn 35 in a couple months. And I feel like as you get older, like at least for me, as I get older, I start getting nostalgic for the past. I want to learn about my family. I want to get that family history. And then I've been seeing all these Ancestry DNA commercials. Right? I don't know if we've seen the one with the white lady and all the pottery. Have, we seen, have you seen this one? <laughs> it's this white lady. And she's like, I took my Ancestry DNA test. And I found out I'm 25% Native American. And I can't stop doing pottery. And I fucking hate her so much. And her pottery is terrible. And I'm like, why did you pick her for this commercial? I don't get it. I don't. But I'll be honest, as much as I hate her, like I'm a little jealous, you know? Like she found her pottery. Like she took this test. She found her pottery. It's it's a beautiful thing. Like I want to find my pottery. I do. So I took the ancestry DNA test. The only thing I found out was the answer to the question, how Jewish are you? 93%. <laughs> 93%. <laughs> my mom's like, why wasn't it 100? <laughs> then she just blamed my dad. <laughs> she just blamed my dad for that. My friend was like, no, there's more than just the Ancestry DNA. You got double helix. You got 23andMe. She took the 23andMe and she found her biological father. Like, how cool is that? She's like, you get different results the different tests you take. And I was like, I am not paying 100 bucks to find out I'm less Jewish. <laughs> and she was... She's like, you don't need that test, girl. <laughs> you're, you're good on that. You're good on that. Like I said, I like to drink a lot. Uh, when I get off stage, I would usually hit the bar right away. Um, but we're not going to do that tonight. I'll hit the, the outside with the paper bag. It's cool. <laughs> when I'm at the bar, people like to talk to me about my sets. They like to ask me questions. And since I talk about being gay, that's what they like to ask me about. And most popular question that I get